0: Hey, Brayon. How's it going? It's going really well. <laughs> How are you? Fab. Tell me what your update is. <laughs> We're surviving winter, I think that's about as far as we go these days. Yeah, smiling, smiling through it. Yeah, vitamin D. Lots of vitamin D. Um, My amaryllis came back. I'm so excited about
1: this because I got to see one at this fabulous springtime floral event at a local really? museum. And so the is the amaryllisai. <laughs> is it
0: amaryllisai no or No amaryllis? I've
1: never said that out loud until just now, and it felt weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll look that up.
1: <laughs> but they were beautiful. And then you mentioned this, and I'm so excited because that's got to be
0: a nice spring refresh. It very much is. So my Amaryllis, I call her Amy, but our friend Amy, I don't think, loves that. So I've been trying to call her Mary. (laughs) Oh, Mary's nice. Isn't Mary nice? She looks like Mary. She does. She's, like, very full and loving. And I feel like that's, like, a grandmother's name as well. And my Amaryllis feels, like, just very cozy. Um, So she was a gift for Christmas in 2017. And so she bloomed in early 2018. And I thought for sure she was gone because I know she's a bulb. And so I know that she goes away and then she's supposed to come back. But I really did not think she was coming back because plants don't love me, except for Jade. She continues to thrive. You're like,
1: I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> But let's hope it's great.
0: But I'm keeping my fingers crossed. So she came back and I was so, like, I was overjoyed to see her come back because, like, her stalk is very long and she got very green and then she gets this really nice, like, pre-bloom moment. And then her flower is, like, huge and pink and just gorgeous. And Doug is the waterer in our house. So it's probably nothing having to do with like my good feelings and mostly to do with his diligence-ness, mm-hmm. diligency, diligentness. Keep trying. <laughs> is it diligence? <laughs> 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 Anywho.
1: <laughs> His commitment to watering the plants. Yes,
0: that. We'll go that angle. And that's why she came back. But it's been so dreary, and so it's nice that this is, like, a bloom in the winter plant. Mm-hmm. Because I really needed, I needed it. Some, some bright, fresh florals. Yes.
1: I ended up buying uh, hyacinth at mm. the event. And so I feel you on the, like,
0: it started... Joy.
1: It was a green, just like little nub, Mm -hmm. and then it started sprouting, and I was like, spring's coming. Just so much joy. And the whole house, when you leave for a while and come back, it smells beautiful. Oh,
0: so nice.
1: Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's, it's really...
0: I get it now. Yeah. I understand the plant thing.
1: I think I need to be one of those people that has flowers, like in a vase on a weekly basis yes get a nice little fresh so there's just something bright and be especially in the winter time i don't know why i haven't been doing that
0: i think it's one of those things that feels like a luxury and so we don't do it even though we don't consider how much joy it brings to our life and that we need to do that Mm -hmm. it's not like a fancy coffee bev it's like a bright colorful thing that you're just like (gasps) why do i feel so much more alive today and it's because you have these beautiful flowers in front of you yeah So I'm going to start doing that. I think you should. I'm inspired by your update. Yeah. I don't have that in my office, so I probably should do the same um, because it it really does. I walk in and just see her like just shining, and it's awesome. So Mm -hmm. that's what I've got going on. Um, What about you? One of the things that I was working on was just,
1: um, I know that I talked about this in the last inspiration of like, how to stay in touch with people that doesn't require coffee dates Mm -hmm. but i've actually been working on scheduling regular coffee catch-ups with some of the people that i have collaborated with or work with in the industry and also just like a general um check-in with some like young students
0: cool mm-hmm. that's i was gonna say i feel like i've been the recipient of one of those texts but ours were for adult beverages yes i didn't realize you were doing this for like student people too because i've done a couple presentations recently and they're like
1: i would just love to know like how you got your start in, <gasps> in marketing and all of those things From... and so especially i don't know why now more than in the past, maybe just like number of years experience at this point. But it's so nice to hear like young new uh, about to graduate seniors talk yeah. about like, what do I do? And like to think back on like day one of like wow, wh- where do I find a job? Did How you do ever I get think like
0: when you were can you imagine like that aged you and thinking that someday you were gonna be the person that you-aged person was going to be asking? I always dreamed of that day. And it has since
1: come. (laughs) Uh, And now I'm living it. And so I'm, like, really trying to appreciate how fulfilling those experiences are. Because I think to have a chance to give a little piece of knowledge or help, like, one of the things that I feel is important especially for kids because one of the reasons I ended up getting the jobs that I had right out of college was because of connections that I had like my mom or a friend was like hey just sit down and have coffee with this person and I don't know if they have an opportunity but it might spark a conversation that could lead you somewhere else so it's like building that web yeah and that's literally how I got to where I am now and so I want to give that back to other people. So it's always that follow-up of like, hey student, so lovely to chat with you today. Here are like four things that you need to download or like newsletters that you need to subscribe to or people that I'm going to introduce you to because of what we talked about.
0: That makes me so happy to hear because I think so often we lean on our networks in ways that like don't always like come back necessarily Mm -hmm. and so to know that that experience was so beneficial and so meaningful for you when you were just coming coming out of college and starting out in your career and to be able to kind of give that back and be very thoughtful about it Mm -hmm. and not do it just because you're like oh I guess I should do this or because you had the opportunity to speak in these classes but because you genuinely like want to do that kind of work, that is super, super inspiring. And I think more people um, could do that and and feel really good about what they're giving back to the community in that way. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you.
1: It's so much fun. So if anyone wants to grab coffee, I'd love to just Chat for funsies.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. We'll we'll share share, your email.
1: Share some industry insight.
0: Let's chat. (laughs) Feel free to contact us at queenspeaking1 at gmail.com if you're interested in catching up with Brom. All all for it. We just just have the onslaught now. I'm ready. (laughs) I'll just forward all of them to you. (laughs) Thank you. What's inspiring you this week? I read an article. Okay, so this is interesting because it's not really inspiring. It's more just very interesting and I found it like incredibly thought-provoking and so Topic.com had an article that was actually a bit long but it's called Financial Windfalls 15 Stories of the Money That Changed Everything and so Hmm. right and like the catch the catch for it was like I think the Genius Grant was one of the ones that was kind of featured and I think that's like a Two hundred and fifty thousand dollar wow. payout. If I'm if I'm correct, or at least in that in that range, um, but this is everything from what might be considered like. Nominal, And I'm putting that in quotes because everything I think in the thousands is not nominal, but it goes from everything from like a $5,000 all the way up to like a million dollars. And what that kind of and what windfall means is that like it just it was just either given to you or you received it out of nowhere. Potentially, And what these people did with it. And it was just really interesting to see why people use the money the way they did, what was important to them in the ways mm-hmm. that they used it, where they got it from. All of them share, like, where the money came from. Um, and it was just really, really interesting. And, like, what the reality of what a large sum of money can do for people um, goes from, like, super necessary because they needed to repair their entire home after a tragic Disaster to I started a foundation because I had nothing else to do with it and it needed to go to good and and it was just really it was just very interesting um, and something that I think we don't think about as much because we hear somebody won the lottery and then we don't think about them again <laughs> yeah like you
1: never hear from them after that
0: exactly and so this was kind of that opportunity to hear from some of those people there were two genius grant people on there I think uh, a lottery person. Uh, like a fema grant recipient oh wow yeah just kind of like
1: i feel like that's really interesting too because you know i think when you think about the lottery people you assume the worst like the you know
0: it's
1: tragic story yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the documentary on like lifetime tv about yeah. all the things that went terribly wrong <laughs>
0: That's what I was thinking was was the whole thing was gonna be. And there were some there were some of those like not so great stories, but there were some like uplifting stories. It really was very interesting.
1: Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's
0: a good one. Yeah. I might
1: read that. might, might. <laughs>
0: It is long, so if you don't have time, I understand. (laughs) Just, like, periodic breaks throughout my day. You should, like, one a day for 15 days. Cool. That seems digestible. Excellent. (laughs) What about you? What's inspiring you, Bron?
1: I tuned in to watch Jane Fonda in five acts on HBO.
0: I don't watch nearly enough
1: HBO. It's... Do you have it? I do. Oh. Well, then get on
0: it. Yeah, I know. I mean, because I love Jane Fonda.
1: Yeah. So... (laughs) I wasn't, I, like, am familiar with her, but for some reason I was so compelled to watch that. I'm not, like, a Jane Fonda super fan.
0: Are you a Grace and Frankie watcher? No. Interesting. I know she's done, like, a ton more than that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But that was actually, like, the thing that really drew me to it was, like, the breadth of her work Mm -hmm. um, and her impact on, like, culture and society. Yep. Unreal, Huge. So if you haven't seen it, I recommend you watch it. Um, it. I know in the past I talked about how I read uh, Diane von Furstenberg's book, mm-hmm. and it had a very similar vibe mm-hmm. to that. Um, and so Jane lived through pretty much every pivotal decade, like 50s, 60s, experienced every aspect of those things too, of the, like, the that. things that were happening in the world. Um, so it was really interesting to learn about – how much her family life impacted her relationships and, like, the way that she moved through the world. Wow. Um, and just, like, the way that it led her to her film, film career and so many other things. But it's broken down into five acts based on the major relationships in her life. Huh. Starting with her very famous... Uh, Father Henry Fonda. What did he do? He was an actor. I did not yeah. <laughs> <was an> actor.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought he was just an actor.
1: <laughs> um, he was very well known. Um, probably, but it was like you know back in the whatever, like 30s and 40s, so before like my time, black and so. white movies that you never watch. <laughs> but he's very famous. Um, and then additionally, her husband. So she had been married to three men. Um, that had a. A pretty big impact roger vadim who was a director um a filmmaker tom hayden who was an activist and like very involved in the political scene during that oh. insane time and then ted turner who was just like
0: how does that name sound familiar
1: i now in this moment am forgetting what he's known for
0: he, he did something right but he had a
1: lot of money um, but was very down-to-earth and kind. Um, cool. But they ended up getting divorced anyway. So, Sad. oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> um,
1: but she was very honest in the the film to admit how much she relied on men to help shape who she was at the time that she was with them. Wow. Um, and obviously that, like, goes back to, like, the deep roots of her family experience and kind of, like, inspires you to dig a little into your own life, which I, I was, like, I'm curious about this because having just that perspective of, like, what did my upbringing show me or, you know, give me to lead me in the the place that I'm at now or, like, what are the things that I might want to work on so that I can be my whole self because the final act of the film is Jane. I just love that. Yeah, but it's really honest portrayal of, like, her own experiences and trying on a lot of different things just to figure out what sparked magic in herself and leading her to where she felt like her own true person in the end Mm. and i think that that's that's like what life is is like we're all trying to figure out who that person who we are and to have someone (laughs) tell it so honestly of like yeah i made mistakes or that thing didn't work out or i got divorced or this was really hard for me and Being able to say, like, that was a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And instead of, like, pushing it down and being like, I want to hide this piece of myself because it's not who I am now. Right. It's like everything is who you are.
0: Like, you are the sum of your parts. Mm -hmm. For sure. I wonder if she's seen a therapist. Does she talk about that at all?
1: Not in the film, but... uh
0: probably it seems, it that seems way. like
1: that happened at some point cuz
0: that kind of reflection is incredible and i love i like just hearing you talk about it makes me definitely want to watch it because i think like you said that the final chapter that is her knowing how to be herself based on her life experience and everything like that is is really exciting to think about when it comes to like thinking about it in Jane's (laughs) world but Mm -hmm. then also like you said thinking about it in our own personal life and how we can learn from that experience and and what we can do with that but I always wonder like how people get to that point too Mm -hmm. to be so open and to be to come to terms with that lived experience and then feel like they can share it Authentically, yeah. and honestly, because that takes a ton of work to get to that point, and it'd be really interesting to know if she found a way to do that work on her own, or like through her personal relationships, or with a therapist. So it's just one of those cool things to think about.
1: You're like, is should I keep staying in therapy? Like, is this good thing? <laughs> no problem,
0: there. I will continue to see her.
1: <laughs> so she does, she does touch on it in the sense of like how she kind of reshaped her mindset oh, in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, but she didn't specifically
0: reference like.
1: I've been in therapy for 20 years, and here's what I captured from that experience. (laughs) Got it, got it.
0: Well, that's super interesting. I'm excited to watch that. It's
1: definitely, I was just glued to the TV. Yeah. It's good.
0: I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. That's good to know. All right, Braun, give it to me straight. (laughs) What are we talking about today?
1: (laughs) We are talking about skincare again.
0: Yay! As it relates
1: to our nighttime routines.
0: Yes, and this is a thing that I didn't realize was so different than the daytime routine. (laughs) So I'm definitely still getting the hang of it. But reading more about it, you see why there is a difference. And science again, whoa, (laughs) coming out of nowhere. This makes so much sense. (laughs) But it's interesting because it's like we think of skincare as like a vanity thing, But it really is like the reason the routines are different and that there should be a routine of some kind, even at a bare minimum, Mm -hmm. is for a specific reason to actually take care of ourselves, and not just because like we want to like erase some lines or like figure out how to deal with some certain skin stuff. Um, So it was interesting to dig into this a little bit. I think that as we get older... Sid 30's knocking on your
1: door. <laughs> um, this is something that does become more important mm-hmm. because our we have to think about an anti-aging routine. And not to say like I'm very much a proponent of like let yourself age naturally, but I also am like, you gotta take care of your skin. Right. And so there are some fundamentals to maintaining a health skin health routine that I think are really eye-opening in the sense that i've had the opportunity to have like legit conversations with estheticians on like the why behind things yeah and so that to me was eye-opening and a good we want to talk through like where do you start yes
0: exactly are we ready to speak it queens let's speak it do it do it
1: what are the elements that actually make the night routine a night routine
0: that was a big one for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so what's cool about nighttime <laughs> is that everything that's happening while you sleep, it's just full repair mode. Huh. You're going to bed, Betty, bye <laughs> and your skin is rebuilding and, like, regenerating, and your whole body, like, your digestive system, and, like, everything is just kicking it back to, like, 100. Hmm during the day so that you can wake up and feel refreshed so when you the when you're preparing for your nighttime rest having a specific nighttime skincare routine is really important because that whatever you apply to your skin in that time frame is giving your skin the chance to regenerate and is like the most important time for you to think about like jam-packed Skincare products with um, antioxidants and hydrating ingredients, so that you wake up with like plump, fresh, young-looking skin. (laughs) It's basically small things like that. Basically, like giving yourself a facial at night.
0: I think that's great. That sounds like a dream, actually.
1: (laughs) And another thing that's important with this process is having some sort of weekly exfoliation process by the end of the day. And so, as we're aging. Our skin starts to shed, but we'll cling together. It's touching, so gross. I'm touching it's my so face. It's so gross <laughs> to think about. Like, You're I'm
0: like... really going to throw up.
1: <laughs> but your skin ends up looking dull and rough and textured. Um, That's gross, too. <laughs> and so, and so it, we have to do the work to take that stuff off because we're not, like, babies anymore. Our skin yeah. isn't just, like, fresh and young and fabulous. And, like, you
0: wonder why when you, like, touch a baby's cheek, your finger literally bounces off their yeah. face.
1: <laughs> it's a real thing. So exfoliating uh, your skin increases cell turnover and also stimulates the production of new cells to reveal your fresh, bright, and beautiful skin. Science,
0: Um, science, science.
1: How? Where? (laughs) Um, So starting with at least once a week and then moving up from there, you don't want to overdo it. And I know we had this conversation where you were like, I think I'm overdoing it.
0: I I think I was. (laughs) I think I was.
1: So note note to the folks that might be uh, overdoing it, over exfoliating. <laughs> you want to give yourself enough time in between exfoliations to have your skin like repair itself. And if you don't do that and you're constantly exfoliating or like every day or twice a day, ha! Ah, yeah, <laughs> like I remember me. that now. Oh, that was so bad. Your skin will be super red, irritated, and dry. And uh, That's gross. You don't want that. You sure don't. It may even exacerbate acne problems that you were like, I thought this was supposed to help.
0: Well, cool, because you're exposing your skin to the elements because it hasn't had time to, like, like you said, repair itself. So... You're at, like, it's, like, a raw, like, when you get at your cuticles and it's, like, really raw. It's, like, every, at like a, a piece of salt touches it and your whole finger is inflamed. Like, think about that happening to your face. <laughs> it's not I good. Just, like, walking out the door
1: and this, the only thing, like, I'm thinking about, like, wintertime here. The only thing that the world sees is your face right now. Yeah. So if you're, like, dry and red and...
0: <laughs> crackly. And
1: over-exfoliated and raw...
0: It's not a good look. It's not I'll cute. be honest. Think
1: about um Samantha in that one yes. episode at uh, Sex and the City. Sex and the City's book launch.
0: Mhm. Yes, and it was just it was not good. That was from a chemical peel. Yes, and like even more so than Vanity, I think what really like cuz you know I'm kind of like uh whatever. I'll just do what I do. But when you really look at like the health piece of it and the science piece of it and you understand like those elements it really does make sense to have something in place and then not overdo that something to then reverse the thing that you're trying to do. And so your skin is way more ready to receive the product that you're putting on it overnight. Like you talked about, like Mm -hmm. you're really, you're not putting it through anything. You're not walking outdoors. You're not touching your face. Hopefully you don't sleep with your hand, like on top of your face. So it's like, it's, it's a fresh canvas to receive the product. And so it's, it's a perfect opportunity to give your face the rehydration that it needs because you do get dehydrated overnight. And so all of these products then untouched are doing the work that you're asking them to do and that you're paying them to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's why it's like not not just washing your face every night is a must, but then treating it well with the right products that work for the type of skin that you have. Um, I have always had oily skin, and I always thought that putting more moisturizer on my face after I wash my face at night would then make me break out more because it was creating more oil, and that couldn't be, like, actually further from the truth because, again, reading the blogs was very helpful for me. So glad. It really was. It really was. And, like, that's not happening at all. And because, you like, when you're at rest, it really helps us understand why we separate and why the morning routine is just as important as the night routine, but also, like, for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So that's why we did different stuff. Right? Right. <laughs> that's what I'm learning. <laughs> One step at a time. <laughs> so what products should we start with?
1: <laughs> Where do we begin? I find that... Having conversations with estheticians or any beauty expert that you know in your community is like a great starting point. Um, but additionally, the internet is a land of information.
0: Oh my gosh! And we'll share some some helpful choice places to start. Yeah.
1: So the Every Girl put out a solid basic list of must-haves for the nighttime routine. And your girl appreciated that. Um, <laughs> because a lot of times I'm like, what order do I do this in? Yeah. What's even necessary? And so the basic breakdown that they talked through um, in the article that they wrote up about nighttime skincare covered makeup remover, naturally. Sure. Take all that stuff off first. Cleanser. Mm-hmm. Wash your face. That seems... <laughs> 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 it's,
0: just, it's not like my mom... <laughs> Wash your
1: face. <laughs> Wash your face. Brush your
0: teeth.
1: <laughs> um, toner, which I am not one to use.
0: I'm going through this checklist as you're talking about it, and I'm like,
1: eh. you like, I don't know. <laughs> so the reason, the, uh, the proponent for toner is that it helps balance skin pH and prep your skin for all the delish ingredients that you're about to give it.
0: Oh, because see, that's another thing. Whenever I used to use a toner, it felt very dry. But then you realize I didn't follow up with (laughs) a something on top of the toner.
1: And for whatever reason, I think this is just like misguided perspective on my end. I always thought toner was like like acidic in some way. It can be. It can be. Thinking about pH, it can be. But I thought it was like... Alcohol.
0: Oh yeah, like, like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> Thought it was like nail polish remover. Yeah. On my face. And I was like,
1: I don't know. This. I feel like this is going to be bad. But again, if you're going with the right product,
0: you should be good to go.
1: You you shall be led in the right direction. Then follow up post toner with the juiciest of serums. Mm. Love it.
0: Mm, Serums... It's like a warm hug.
1: <laughs> if, if there's anything that I've become a huge advocate for,
0: it's a serum. It's a serum. It literally changed my face. <laughs> yeah.
1: So a good rule of thumb is to focus more on hydration and regeneration with your nighttime serum formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stick with the vitamin C or antioxidant option for the daytime.
0: Got it. Got it. Then
1: oil, hmm. which... And Sid ha- Sid's head is like, bing. That
0: feels like a no for this me. This is a
1: hard pass. <laughs> I don't know. Ironically, it <laughs> combats the overproduction of sebum and pore-clogging oil. Huh. What? Cool. And that's what, you know, leads to breakouts and blackheads and all that stuff. And so I think this is one of those things, it's like a conundrum, but the reality is that you're like, the oil is hydrating your skin and not clogging it with like, gross elements that are not good for your skin
0: that seems to make sense yeah
1: and then last but not least the fabulous night cream God, and have this it. is the rich moisturizer that will just like make you look like a hydrated little cherub in the morning
0: I feel like I can just picture myself laying down and just – because I've been trying to sleep on my back more often because I guess it's also good for that, but also, like, just for your whole system, apparently. Oh. I don't know why. I think – one of my massage therapists used to say that. Oh. Um but like I can just picture myself with my glowing, beautiful face just staring up at the ceiling, just being rejuvenated overnight as I slumber peacefully. And I wake up and I look absolutely phenomenal because I've listened to all of these pieces of advice mm-hmm. and I followed them to a T and my skin is just gorgeous. And that's that's what I'm I'm putting out and I'm manifesting and I'm putting it out there into the world, and then I'll buy all the products <laughs> and I'll make it happen.
1: I think if anything like If you're going to break it, you're like, whoa, that list is too much. I would say
0: makeup remover, cleanser, serum, night cream. I think that's fair. You know, though, I will say that for, and we'll get into our personal routines, or in my case, lack of routine, but my cleanser does a very nice job of removing my makeup because I only wear like a little bit of concealer under my eyes and mascara and brow stuff. And so I just like scrub, scrub, scrub my face and most of it is off. So I don't know. I don't know.
1: I still... So I use my cleanser as, like, the pre-makeup remover because it helps loosen everything. And then you use everything. another makeup remover. And then I use a makeup remover to take off the eye makeup. I should do that. I would recommend it.
0: <laughs> I would strongly recommend it. <laughs> well, that's because good
1: you. I would say just, like, I'll give you... When you come I over I do my wake house. up
0: with, like, a, mm-hmm. a nice circle under there. Yeah, that's not good for your... Yeah. That's not good for your skin. That's true. So... <laughs> In addition to this, like, lineup of events that Braun has shared, there's also a bunch of resources out there from, like, beauty magazines, beauty blogs, youtubers and they'll give an opinion on night time. Isn't that awesome? Doug told me about youtubers They make the most money. <laughs> sure do. Because people love those people. Um But they'll give an an opinion on the nighttime routines and products they've tested. Um, So we'll link to some of those in the show notes in case you're looking for some suggestions. And some of those just include like Birdie, which if you know who, what, where, Birdie is Mm. their like beauty offshoot of the um, Click Media umbrella. Be cool. Uh, Very cool. Um, Allure, which is, is it Allure? I always say Allure. (laughs) I think that's wrong. I said
1: allure. Allure. Okay. I always thought it was allure. Like you're alluring.
0: I feel like that's way too much effort. <laughs> anyway, there's something in allure. <laughs> Is a beauty magazine on its own probably very reputable. They have
1: a lot of really good like top lists. Yes. of products too. Which they do
0: like the editor's list. Yeah, like the.
1: Best buys, beauty buys,
0: yes, and all they that do stuff. like a full list every year. Um, Refinery Twenty Nine is I feel very trustworthy. There was a dermatologist recommended list from Women's Health, and there is this fun thing um, on YouTube from <laughs> from Harper's Bazaar, not Allure. <laughs> so funny um that's it's called the go to bed with me series and it's all of these different people doing their nighttime routines which is just kind of like fun to think about um and i think in addition to all of that like thankfully there are much more diverse people talking about what products work for them and not just diversity like in the general sense that we think of it but then also different skin types. And so they're Mm -hmm. talking about, like, if you're super oily or if you have super dry skin, like, there are different people that actually experience those things that are sharing their own routines. Um, And I think that that gives us all someone that we can then look to to say, like, oh, I jive with them because they share these woes with me. Um, So just things to think about. Yeah.
1: And when we did the first episode, it was like, I think we were both kind of in the mode of revamping some things, of, like, trying to figure out what system works best for us. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing about skincare is, like, it is a true
0: trial and error process. So annoying. If I could – but I will say, like we talked about in that episode, the minis for mm-hmm. a drunk elephant is an investment, but then you're getting, like, 10 products for the cost of, like, one of their full-size products. And so, like – if if my friend Kelly always said, she was like, get the minis first if you're doing Drunk Elephant or get the sample sizes mm-hmm. first. Yes. Because then at least you're not doing the full investment and then realizing you hate it or it doesn't work for your skin. Right.
1: And I had a dermatologist slash um, skincare expert tell me that you need to do at least three months trial of a product. Oh,
0: oh, oh I see what you're saying. Before
1: like having it, like doing a routine for three months straight before you can, like, fully realize the effects of what you're doing. Unless it's, like,
0: like, an instant no, I imagine.
1: Unless it's an instant. If it's if you have a terrible reaction like I did when I realized that I my skin is allergic to
0: cucumber things. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing you don't need to try for three months. <laughs> That's good to know, though. That's a good, like, rule of thumb because I feel like we're very quick to say, like, my skin isn't instantly brighter. <laughs> it's yeah. not working. You're
1: like, I- is this working? No. Throw it away.
0: <laughs> so three-month rule. We'll start yeah. there. What do we do at night, Bron? What are our routines? I'll
1: kick, I'll kick things off. Kick things off. Wash your face every night.
0: And don't touch your face.
1: Like I am right now. <laughs> Hands down, number one, no questions asked, wash your face every night. Yeah. If there's anything that I do, that's, that's the thing. Um, and I will actually find if I'm lazy and I'm like, oh, I'll just like not do it.
0: You got to do it.
1: I will wake up the next morning and, like, I'll have a blemish.
0: You feel grimy, too. You, yeah. You don't,
1: <laughs> you don't feel fresh. And things that happen, it just, like, you definitely do not look good more than,
0: more than... Did in the past.
1: <laughs> like, when you're 22, you're like, I still look great. You, like, wash your face to go to brunch and you're like, I don't need makeup.
0: Yeah. That's not the way anymore.
1: Not the way after 30. Sure not. So anything that you do during the day, you get buildup on your face. So you're obviously wearing makeup. Well, not obviously. Some people some don't people, wear Some people
0: can get away with not, which, yay to you. <laughs>
1: Love you. That's great. But you're exposing your skin to all of the elements. So everything that you did that day, you're, like, cooking bacon.
0: I did that the other day, and then I went to go put the same, <laughs> same sweatpants on, and they smell like bacon. <laughs> I was like, those are going right in the hamper. Because, you know, sweatpants, you should be able to get a few... Just imagine Sid's
1: sweatpants on your face.
0: That's gross at about. the end of the day. I apologize for bringing that up.
1: That's what I want you to think about because you'll wash your freaking face at you the will. end of the day. You sure will. With that. So, I have adopted Kiehl's as my number one. Um, that's been the product that works the best for me. So, after running through some trials like I mentioned before, this was the one I landed on um, and so I used their oil-free cleanser nice which uh, let me tell you the the lesson that I learned when um, your s- cleanser shouldn't dry out your skin like you should feel like you could go to bed right then after you wash your face I was like,
0: that's a rule. Oh,
1: it's great great to know thank you (laughs) esthetician
0: (laughs) we should all talk to estheticians more
1: (laughs) for sure so that's my cleanser that i use then i apply their midnight recovery concentrate which i got in a sample in one of my birch box and it is like the nectar of the gods
0: we don't give those like subscription boxes enough credit i don't think because it does if you're like in the discovery phase I imagine that it does give you, like, a nice sense of trying a number of different things and figuring out what you'll buy the full size of.
1: I have found some of my hands-down standby products from that subscription box.
0: That's cool. Highly
1: recommend. Um, So that's something that I put all over my face and neck.
0: Don't forget your neck. Don't forget the neck. Oh, my gosh. I just have to say, Jonathan Van Ness, (laughs) we're going to keep this in. He says, nipples to like forehead is everything that you should be yes treating a, on a daily basis and i thought that was just so funny he is right he is right and he had his full like his full day de- day de- de- decolletage decolletage in like a mask
1: <laughs> and Ooh. it was awesome Ooh, that sounds fun yeah I'm try that
0: <laughs> um so the
1: midnight concentrate is something that helps hydrate my skin and works to keep that elasticity as in my my skins, and all the fine lines that start to appear as you age.
0: Huh. Mm-hmm. Very interesting.
1: Then I put on their Rosa Arctica eye cream, which is chock full of nutrients, and it's just, it has drastically helped improve the hydration of my under eye area and, like, reduced some of those. Like, I still like to have a little bit of, like you know, when I lines. smile, the yeah. smile lines, um, but it really does do a good job
0: of, you know, keeping those in check. That's the best when you actually see it working. Oh yeah, like this is totally worth it.
1: And it, you know, took a little while, but I'm feeling like I still look like my, you know, 22 year old self.
0: I would agree with that fully.
1: Yeah, now I, it's a good. Thing. I know
0: you were. I knew you were in 22. Yeah, you look the same.
1: Same. <laughs> um, then I mo- moisturize with their ultra facial cream again still all Kiehl's products.
0: (laughs) You know though I think that's so fun when you find like the whole product line that all of them work because I see people going through their medicine cabinet and showing me everything that they use and I find it stressful when there are so many different and I know Mm -hmm. that this is necessary for some people but I also really stick to like two different lines and they've worked for me non-stop and so i have no interest in changing them and that's just like it i don't know why it just brings me peace to know that like i've got a go-to move mm-hmm. i rely on it and especially if you can stick to just one and keels is like fairly affordable yeah so i don't find it to be i think
1: it's definitely like mid-range reasonable okay and i don't ever run through it in like the for example the moisturizing cream is like 24 dollars or something like that okay so, so that bad. to me is not that expensive. I and, I and
0: Yeah, and I think that like figuring out what your range is, but I would agree
1: with that. Yeah, for my, my budget it works. And then I've yet to adopt a night cream, but I do have a sample of Derma E hydrating night cream with hyaluronic acid that I'm looking to try out. Nice. But – I'm in this mode of, like, I like what I've been doing, and so I'm nervous to throw in a new product
0: because my system has been working really well for me. So if you, like, throw it off, and then all of a sudden everything's yeah, mayhem. Yeah, like,
1: I, I could, again, as someone with sensitive skin that literally reacts to everything and is One red, cookie,
0: and I've got, like, a giant brewer right there on my crazy. face. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
1: And, you know, staying away from sugar is probably a good a good bet.
0: This is not that episode. <laughs> This is the nighttime routine episode. Not today, bro. <laughs> I know my cookies don't always serve my face well, but I cannot give them up. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not gonna.
1: What's your routine, said? So besides eating cookies,
0: besides eating cookies, just every day. I also wash my face every night. This is something that used to be an issue for me in college because, you know, you're drinking, you're tired, you want to fall into bed. Mm -hmm. But since I started doing it consistently, and I honestly think after I graduated, I graduated in 2011, I really don't think I've missed a day since. Truly. Props to you. Truly. I, because it just makes me feel ready for bed. And you know how when you get into a habit and you just, you almost get superstitious about things. I feel like I'm now superstitious about my night routine, at least to wash my face. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, if I don't do it, then something bad surely will happen the following day. That's just the way that I feel. Um, So I wash my face with, um, what's it called? First Aid Beauty Face Cleanser. I've been using it for a bit. Somebody suggested it to me. It's just nice and easy. It takes off most of my makeup. It honestly makes me feel clean. It suds up a little bit when I use it. It's just really nice. Um, Two days a week, but I think I'm going to go down to one after our conversation today. I use this Acure, which actually you suggested to me, Mm -hmm. the Acure Brightening Facial Scrub. It's in a nice bright yellow bottle. And you know yellow is my favorite. Um, And it's a green. Branding on point. (laughs) It really is. But it makes me feel um, it's it's obviously an exfoliator so it's it's a really nice rough and I feel nice and fresh after I use it and then I always moisturize after that but I've been using this old somebody told so it's old Hendrickson for a bit I was saying ole and now if I've offended you <laughs> by mispronouncing ol Hendrickson I apologize but um I use their good night glow retin alt sleeping cream. Ooh. So, and I really, really love it. It was part of a trial pack Mm -hmm. um, for the line, and it was the vitamin C serum that I had been using, and then this nice banana eye cream that has a whole cut article devoted to it because apparently it's like a cult classic favorite product because it actually is magic and it has drastically reduced my under eyes. Ooh. It's really nice. But this retinol sleeping cream was in there and I I actually, I ran out of it recently and I actually can tell a difference. I still use my daytime, um, moisturizer at night just until I get a new, bottle of it. But what the woman told me when I was looking for a night cream, she was like, the retinol is nice because the Retin-A, I think it's Mm Retin-A, right? Is the acne um, medicine. And the retinol has, like, some of the same product minus, like, the scary stuff. Right. And so it it actually, it's very um, light, but it it does feel like it's rehydrating at night, even if it's not, like, this heavy, crazy cream. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really like it. And so that's kind of, that's my short little list. Um, I've got some work to do, but I think if I can at least find... A serum of some kind. That could be a good jumping off point. I feel like that'll be a good place to start. But I will ask, and maybe you know this because you use an eye cream at night. I've always used my eye cream during the day. Is it a night thing? I do it both. You do it both? Mm -hmm. Should I do it both? You can. Maybe I'll try it. Mine
1: specifically said, and this is probably like product marketing. So you use it more. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. But it says can be. Because there are some products, like the Midnight Recovery Cream or Concentrate that I use is like... Strictly for nighttime use.
0: I see. And I think the same thing with the sleeping cream. It's like they say, like, this is not a daytime thing. Mm -hmm. This is just for night. Yeah. Um, But maybe I'll try the the eye cream for the nighttime, too. Because it really, I mean... We'll we'll share that article too because it was really funny. I didn't know that there was such a following for it. It Just came mm-hmm. in that trial pack and it, does it
1: smell like bananas? It
0: does a little Ooh. bit, and it, but it's still it's nice and light. And you just like dab it and rub it. And I really have noticed like quite a difference, and especially near like that middle point end of the eye. I don't know, but it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everybody should use it. <laughs> <laughs> But that's mine, and um, I do have some things to work on, but this is actually very helpful in thinking about the why behind all of the, um, all the different pieces to, to the night routine.
1: Yeah, and I'd be so curious. I'd love to see what you all are using for your nighttime routine. Yeah, let us know. Hashtag Team QS. We want to see it.
0: Yeah, share with us and let us know if you think that it should be different based on the exciting information we've shared here today. Um, but we want to know what's working for you, what you like, if you have any good resources that like kicked off your nighttime skin routine adventure, share them with us.
1: Yeah. We're ready. You could get real deep.
0: Yeah. Like lost in the YouTubers. I really do on a regular basis now. It's dangerous. <laughs> Shall we break. Let's break. <laughs> Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening this week. You
1: can follow us on Instagram at queen speaking to continue the conversation.
0: And you can find episode links and show notes at queenspeaking.com. See, See you next, next week. week.